Hello everyone, welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit For All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss, and we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share, so let's do this. Hello, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about how foods can influence hormones and how we're going to just stop the conversation about macros. I literally cannot stand macros. And I had this conversation probably like two weeks ago where somebody sent me a message on Facebook and they were like, hey, can I just pay you to change my macros, please? And I'm like, no, no. Because to me, there's nothing worse than coming up to somebody and asking them, excuse me, what are your macros? What are you doing for your macros in your weight? The reason why it's a great pet peeve to me as a coach is because macros are honestly the roughest way to track what you're eating. And if you're someone who wants to balance your hormones, you're actually influencing your hormones the wrong way when you focus on macros first. Um, I guess for those of you who don't know what macros are or have never used macros yourself, I'll give you a rough breakdown of what people do and how people normally use them. Macros are short for macronutrients, and those three nutrients are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. These nutrients are responsible for doing things like building and keeping lean muscle tissue, providing daily energy for the body to use, and help the body with joint lubrication and de-inflammation. Counting these macros involves tallying up how many grams of each nutrient type you consume each day, and then you're aiming for specific targets. So basically, it's used in pretty much every major diet and weight loss system you can think. It's a part of the keto diet, people who carb cycle use it for part of their process, and those who are only tracking calories use it as well too. Overall, it's about focusing your eating patterns around hitting these daily targets and a ton of math, way more math than is needed with nutrition to never miss a beat with your food. So by eating these nutrients, many people aim to basically hit their weight loss goals while still being able to maintain their muscle mass and hopefully through this process, improve their metabolism. So that's macros in a nutshell. From a surface level, it actually doesn't really look like it's a bad system, does it? In truth, it's no worse than someone randomly trying different types of dieting or a person who only uses calorie totals or a point system to keep track of what types of food they've eaten for the day. But to me, there's a lot of places where macros or doing just macros alone can fail you. So one, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation depending on what formula you're using. So no one seems to calculate their macros correctly because they're getting different formulas for everywhere. For the formula to work properly, you have to take into account someone's age, their activity level, and overall energy usage for a male or female. This would then calculate what's called their BMR, which is their base metabolic rate, which really tells you only how much calories you burn at rest. Doesn't really give you your macros. So people either underestimate how much their body needs, or they grossly overestimate the amount of activity they do. 
these are the kind of people that are they're like, oh, well, I, I'm moving around at least three hours a day. And it's like, no, the formula is really asking heavy, intense activity, and they screw the numbers up. So by doing that, they skew the amount of proteins, carbs, and fats, which means they either aren't eating enough or they're eating way too much. The second issue I have with it is the nutrient allotment. So for this, I'm referring to how much do you give your carbs versus your fats versus your protein? All the formula gives is your BMR, which is going to be your total amount of calories through the day. So once you have that, it's your job now to try to find the perfect ratio between these two nutrients to get what you want. So, which for most people, it just involves a bucket ton of time using trial and error. Nothing like trying to make our macros work without getting random periods of hunger, crazy cravings, hard to pin down low energy or inconsistent energy periods. And that's not fun at all. It's really hard to find that specific ratio. And even someone in the coaching realm like myself has to look at more info like someone's body type, their current rate of metabolism, and their current hormone state in order to calculate how much protein, carbs, and fats to give them each day. Then there's the third issue with macros, which is actually getting all of those nutrients in because you have to hit them every single day in order to get the result that you calculated for. So let's say you miss a lunch meal on a Wednesday because uh, you've got an emergency work meeting or you and your partner go out to a surprise dinner date, which makes you eat more than normal. Guess what? Now your macros are off. So what are you going to do? Are you going to bring a scale with you to the restaurant to weigh your food portions? That's crazy. Are you going to tell your kids that you can never leave the house again on surprise because it doesn't fit your macros today? Probably not. But the scary thing is, is there are actually people who do that, who will research a restaurant in advance, calculate what their macros are and try to fit it in, not do the calculations right. And they go through all of the stress for nothing. And that is what doesn't make this type of dieting realistic. Counting macros may work for one day or four weeks, or you might even be the person to have enough willpower to make it last three months. But at some point, it comes to a light that the lifestyle is not realistic. And I like to tell my clients, if it's not realistic, then it's not sustainable. And sustainable is maintainable. So what do I do instead of working within macros? And how do I still get a client's results without having them go on crazy strict diets where they have to do and weigh their food every day or measure every almond on their plate? What I like to do instead is focus on the building blocks that are going to allow both of the main nutrients and your hormones to thrive at the same time. So the main nutrients I'm referring to is those proteins, carbs, and fats. So for me, it's all about a client to get to focus on, which is micronutrients. So you're like, well, what the heck are micronutrients now? These are basically 26 vitamins and minerals that are the basic building blocks for each and every nutrient. So they're the building blocks for proteins, carbs, and fats, and they're the building blocks for every hormone that exists within your own body. So the first thing I do is make sure that the base 13 vitamins are covered within someone's system. Now, for those of you who don't know which ones they are, listen in. I'm going to go through the main ones quick. So vitamin A, vitamin D, your vitamin E, you have your vitamin K, your vitamin C, 
And then you've got your calcium, chromium, your iodine, iron, zinc, magnesium, selenium, and of course, you have your B vitamins. So your B1, 2, 3, 5, 6, and 12. Don't ask me why they labeled the numbers that way, but it's probably because of the branch chain and the science, the amount of chemical um, links to them is probably where they got the number from. Uh, if you need more info on each and every specific one, I encourage you to go into the micronutrients episode and, and I'll drop that into the uh, the show notes where I chat about them deeper. Um, or you can also email me via this, the show notes and I'll send you, we have a basic vitamins chart uh, with where the foods come from. You need to cover all of your basic vitamins. So the reason why I focus on the micronutrients is because besides getting the proteins, carbs, and fats, each and every one of these vitamins is responsible for a specific thing or a specific building block for your hormones. So for example, zinc, magnesium, and vitamin D, they provide some of the raw building blocks for your hormone testosterone. And testosterone helps you build and maintain lean muscle mass. If our muscle mass continues to grow and remain stable, then our metabolism will continue to grow and remain stable as well, which helps people from a weight loss perspective because it keeps their weight maintained and it keeps their metabolism consistent. Or take estrogen. Estrogen is the fat storing and fat maintenance hormone. And the vitamins that support it are your B1, your B2, your B3, your B5, and your B12 vitamins. Potassium and again, vitamin D. So with these raw materials, we can make sure the body has enough estrogen and that the estrogen is managed in its process consistently so that you don't end up storing more fat. So all fat is, is just a storage of extra estrogen that the body thinks it's going to need because it feels that it's not making enough. So if you're the type of person to fuel these vitamins inside your body daily, then the body says to itself, I actually don't need to store this fat because I can readily make estrogen at any time with any of these nutrients that build in my system. Now, I'll give you one final example, and this one is for your thyroid hormone. So basically your thyroid, the nutrients that, are, that we use are iodine, selenium, vitamin B, and tyrosine. So that's used to produce thyroid hormone, as well as it helps synthesize it, which means it helps combine the different types of thyroid hormones that you need. So meaning if someone focuses on these minerals, they're going to see a more optimized, healthier thyroid that can tolerate more metabolism changes. So if someone is solely focusing on these minerals from a thyroid perspective, not only are they going to hit whatever the main nutrients, the proteins, carbs, and fats that they need, but also they're going to see a greater change in their metabolic health. By having a faster thyroid, they're going to run hotter. They're not going to feel any crazy um, issues of their metabolism slowing down where maybe they're having digestive issues. Maybe they're only doing a bowel movement once a day. Maybe they have brittle hair and very, very brittle nails. Maybe they're having a lot of skin issues. All of those things will be corrected because you're fueling the right nutrients. This is important for people who struggled with weight regain and weight loss. So if you can't seem to understand why the weight is hard to manage, it's because you're not focusing on the micronutrients. You're just focusing on proteins, carbs, and fats. 
Proteins, carbs, and fats have their uses, but carbs is just energy, fats is just raw energy, and protein, protein is just used for muscle building. So it doesn't cover all of these other nutrient things that the hormones need to be able to build. So I also focus on micronutrients with my clients because it always ends up covering what someone's average intake is anyways. This is why I don't even bother calculating macros. So what I mean by this is if I'm looking to put 20 milligrams of zinc into someone's diet to help them with their, their testosterone, that ends up being about six ounces of lean red meat like venison. Now, guess what? That six ounces of meat, it's also 22 to 25 grams of protein, which covers a portion of the protein that they need anyways. If I'm looking to put 40 milligrams of potassium, which helps with estrogen management into someone's routine, I can put about one cup of lentils, which ends up being about 30 to 35 grams of carbs, covering yet another portion of the macronutrients. Now, if I'm looking to improve someone's thyroid by upping selenium, I can throw in a quarter cup of nuts and seeds, example like Brazil nuts, or even some type of fish like a tuna or halibut, and this is going to give me 10 to 20 grams of fat that's going to go towards their fat macronutrient. So really, if I end up focusing on micronutrients, we end up receiving all of the macronutrients like your proteins, fats, and carbs, but the difference is now we get the smaller hormone and metabolism-building nutrients too. So all of that gets put in, so there's no issue. So if we focus on micronutrients instead of macros, we're going to end up getting the full support instead of just partial for what we need with our nutrition. So if you're the type of person that's like, I'm going to focus on my macronutrients, you're missing a lot. You're missing a lot within your food that can really benefit your hormone panel, your metabolism, and help with all of the whether it's weight issues, whether it's thyroid issues, whether it's IBS or bloating, a lot of the hormone stuff is what you're missing from. And this is why when someone asks me, well, you change my macros, can I pay you 50 or 60 bucks to change, uh, to have you change my macros? I won't do it. I won't do it. Even if you gave me a thousand dollars, I wouldn't do it because it's not going to work for you. It's not easy to maintain. It's too hard to keep up. It's not practical or realistic to live your life that way, measuring something and taking a scale with you. And if I focus on the minerals anyways, you're just going to hit them all. So the best part about focusing on the minerals is if you have a little bit extra from minerals, your, your liver is just going to store a little bit more. So you actually have a, a little bit of nutrient and mineral storage. Your proteins, carbs, and fats, your body's not going to store that stuff. It's just going to get rid of the excess. So thanks so much for uh, for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, like I say, I encourage you to uh, check the, uh, the show notes where I did a podcast going on specifically over the vitamins and the minerals. And one thing as well, too, that I encourage you guys is to ask questions. So just like I'm doing these random, well, it seems to be random topics on the podcast. All of these topics came from people asking me questions where I'm like, you know what? Actually, it's this. So if you have a specific topic that maybe I haven't covered or something where you're just like, I would really love to do and just get more information on this specific health thing, then I can cover it. That's the best part about this. So thanks for listening. Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. 
please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site. We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Tea and Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, It'll say Fit for All beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.